What's going on? What's going on? Good people. Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. And again, I am just as excited as I can be uh, because I have again with us on this episode um, my little brother in life, my big brother in preaching Christ. So excited to have uh, the Reverend, uh, the minister, the Jacob Hart with us today. Holla at the people, man. It is great to be back here with uh, the, the outstanding pastor of uh, members with a unique life at the Unique Life Church, man. Big brother, man, I'm just excited to be here again. Yeah, man, so good. Listen, before we get started, I, I need to do a better job on this episode uh, of just making sure that we highlight uh, your YouTube channel, Words From The Heart. I want to just take a moment and let you speak to the people uh, just about the 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 idea and vision uh, that you have with your YouTube channel, what you're trying to do and how the folks can reach you. Yeah. So words from the heart is, is just that um, the vision behind it came from uh, me just seeing different people in love with things, whether it was music or art or Steph Curry hitting hundreds of threes in a row. And I thought to myself, you know, man, where are the people that are just in love with God? And I feel like when you're in love with something, it it just becomes a part of you and it should flow. And I thought that one of the essential things for someone preaching or bringing the word of God was reflective of that conversation with Peter. If you love me, then then feed my sheep, then spread my word. And so words from the heart comes from that thinking that these words are heck, word that, words that have been lived with and walked with and flow from the heart. And it's also my belief that words from the heart will reach the heart. Oh, that's good. That's good, man. Um, how can the folks reach you? I know uh, on YouTube, is there a specific uh, on your page? Is there a specific link channel? Do they just search you out? Yeah, I, there are some there are some links. Um, the tag to my channel is words from the heart with Jacob. Uh, that's likely the best way uh, to reach me on YouTube. Cool, cool. Well, I certainly want to commend it to you guys uh, as you are looking for things to continue to uh, enhance your spiritual walk. Uh, you'll definitely find some good, good, dense meat there, some good, dense uh, things that the Lord will really speak to your heart with. So definitely want to commend that to you. Uh, I think it'll be a blessing to you. Look, on the podcast today, man, uh, God, we had such a good time last time and I got such good feedback. The feedback was so good uh, just about the message on faith and things of that nature. So we're going to continue in that theme, but maybe a little, little, little bit of a shift in, in how we do it, because today I want to think through what it looks like to be a child of faith, to be walking in faith. We've been talking about mountain movers, not going by what we see, uh, but going by what God said and, and how the mountain is is not necessarily the thing that gets out of your way, but you being strong enough to trust God through the mountain, gets you over the mountain, over the obstacle, over the hill to exactly where God wants you to be. But I, I think, and, and I, know, I know you can speak to this too, uh, I think sometimes we think from a spiritual standpoint, like we're supposed to walk around like in these clouds of just... <laughs> I'm so spiritual and I'm yeah. so awesome and I'm always walking in power and always walking in the spirit. Uh, and, and if I can dispel the myth just for a moment, that's just not true. Like we, we are actually <laughs> real human people who yeah. live lives, who have families, who have a wife or who have children. And like, you don't always feel this strength and this power and I think the problem is when we fool around and we think we have to have this facade of, of power or things, I think we start to get in trouble because we start to be more about form and fashion yeah. than actual real power and truth. Um, 
So I want to kind of speak to that a little bit. And I want to I want to just use as a launching point uh, Acts chapter two, because I think it's some some really neat things within that passage. Jesus has ascended to heaven, given the disciples the charge to go and sit and wait until they're endowed with power. And the Bible says that they're all in this room on one accord. And then all of a sudden, I love the all of a sudden, because all of a sudden is only all of a sudden to us. Jesus has been working the whole time, but we see it all of a sudden. But anyway, don't let me start preaching on that point. But but I think it's so interesting. The Bible says all of a sudden there was a sound like a mighty rushing wind that came in and they saw what appeared to be tongues of fire that sat down on them. And from that point, the Bible goes on to declare that they went out into Jerusalem, this major uh, kind of port of interchange where people from all over the world are coming into and, and it just so happened and we know nothing just so happens but it just so happens that that believers from all over the world were in this point but they all spoke different languages and the disciples who have been watched this endowed with power from the holy spirit comes out and begins to speak in tongues and everybody who was there is able to hear the good news the euangelion the gospel of our lord and savior jesus christ but i need to back up for a moment because the Bible said that uh, all of a sudden uh, the sound of a mighty rushing wind came in, the spirit of the Lord came in and it looked like it appeared to them to them to be tongues of fire that sat down on them. And I thought about that. And, and what really stood out to me in that moment is what the spirit enables us to do is what's necessary in the moment for the purpose that God has called us to. So that's why it looked like tongues of fire, because they needed to go out and speak. And, and we know that 3000 came into the church that day and, and the, the gospel was spread all around the world because these people got to hear the gospel in their language. But here's the point that I'm making. I think sometimes we think when we get the spirit, we're supposed to do everything. We're supposed to be superhuman and, and be able to achieve everything. No, the spirit is for the purpose. We don't have record at this point. We don't have record of uh, the disciples standing up and healing and setting free and breaking yokes and chains. We have record of them getting up and speaking because the spirit gave them the power to do that. And, and so you said something and, and I'll let you get in here and talk. You said something the other day that really spoke to that point for me uh, as you were thinking about the situation you went through uh, with your son and, and the faith you had to have. You said, I, I didn't really necessarily feel it. And people talk about how, how do you have so much faith in that situation and, and what I took from that was that that's just what God gave me in that moment to be able to maintain. It's not something we walk around in all the time. It's yeah. the, the power is for the purpose. Like the spirit comes on us to enable us to do what we need in that moment. So I, I'll just let you speak on that. However you feel comfortable, just just with the idea of the spirit enabling us in those times to be to have the faith and hold on to God as we need to. Yeah, I. I agree with Pastor Branson uh, so much. Uh, I think he did such a very good job just explaining there. I would absolutely agree. Um, he talked about this faith and walking around in clouds. And I believe that one of the important things about faith is really our journey, our development, our walk with Christ. And so Christ building us and developing us and us growing in his way. If you think about it. <clears throat> Bible talks about how we're born. It says like we're born in sin, shaping in iniquity. We're born uh, in a way that's sort of separated from God. We're born in learning to believe in the things that are around us and developing in those things. It's important for us um, to grow and build with Christ, just like I've learned to rest in my bed and to trust in my mom. 
it's important for us to grow and develop in that relationship with him, whereby faith becomes something that we're just more used to. And, you know, I can get used to swiping my debit card. I can get used to getting entertainment from the television. I can get used to things that people say are negative, like like drinking and, and bad habits. And I would also argue that God has developed us in such a way to get used to believing in his ways. Uh, Paul said it like this. He said, I have learned this 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 thing that I'm, I'm talking to you about. It has been developed. He said, I have learned whatever state I am in therewith to be t- content. And I think that is an important part about faith as well. That, that's so good, man. Um, the, the development aspect, I think, is way too overlooked. And and what happens is, is we put on and, and I, I don't want to be mean to folks, I, but I just think it's so important that that, again, practically speaking, we understand how this stuff operates. I think we can get so used to putting on the facade of faith or putting on the facade of a, a certain uh, look or activity or I have this and I'm I'm so great and I'm so grand and I can speak to the mountain and I can cast out like we get so used to that part of it that we don't see what happened behind closed doors to develop so that when I step on the scene well it's not form and fashion I, I don't have to do backflips and not because I was developed in private when I step on the scene the demons leave anyway Absolutely. because the power showed up with me again Absolutely. the power is for the purpose and I'm going to say this, man. I'll, I'll let you speak on it however you want to. Um, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm here. We're we, we here. We might as well go there. Go there, brother. I, I, think, I think too much. I think too often we want the spirit for the praise and worship. Now, now let, let me qualify that because all activity towards God is praise and worship. Anything that you're doing directed to God is praise and worship. But I think sometimes we'll fool around and want the power of God to fall so we can shout and feel good in the moment. The power of God falling is never primarily to make us shout. Amen. The power of God falling, it goes, we can, we can dive into any part of the Bible we want to. God's power is never primarily to make us shout. The spirit and the power of God is to make us do. It is to empower us for something, whatever that Amen. purpose is. Now I want to be careful because, because I, I, I know we, you know, listen, I, I don't mind shouting. Look, the spirit fall, let, let's shout, let's Amen. dance, let's jump, Amen. let's flip, but then let's go do. Amen. Let's let's go do. And I think way too often the spout, the, the power of God falls and we get so excited and we shout and then we'll fool around and leave the place where the power was and leave the power right there. Nothing changes in our life. Nothing changes in how we move. No, the power falling, the fire of God falling is so we can be enabled and empowered to then go and do not to Amen. walk around on some cloud, not to walk around floating like we oh we somebody. No, 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 no. When, when I need the mountain to move, the power now empowers me to keep trusting and keep moving. When I need to lay hands on somebody, now the power shows up to, to enable me to do that. When I need to hold on to my faith because there's a difficult situation, that's what the power is for. It's not for me to, to fall out in the floor and, and faint. Look, fall out and faint. I ain't, I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying now let's get up and go do what the power failed for us to do. Amen. Man, I, I, man, I could not agree more. That is so well said. Um, as he is, as he is describing this power falling, man, this relationship with God, it is, it is such a powerful thing. I want to say this. I feel like, I feel like saying newsflash. I know we all hear it. We all think it and we all believe it, but I want to say this. Listen to me. God is real. Oh yeah. I want to say it one more time. God is real. And sometimes we have to be mindful about, about how we look for him to show up. 
But I say that um, to make the point that when we're allowing him to be in our life, when we're allowing God to develop uh, us and walk with us, his power does show up. And the reality of God does uh, show up in our life and it can become clear. God shows up in a way that distinguishes himself from the stuff that we are used to and the stuff that is around us. Now, I use this point to say he talks about how we walk around in this cloud. That is not necessary. I feel like we've tried to teach ourselves how to look uh, faithful, how to look spiritual. Yes. When the fact of the matter is, is if we're walking with God, the Bible talked about how Peter, how people get in people's Peter's shadow. And from what I could tell, it would have been unbeknownst to Peter. And God-like things are still type ha still happening because Peter ha was walking with God. And as it relates to this personal situation that my brother was talking about, my wife did call me. Some of you may have heard. My wife did call me one day and she said, baby, I'm real nervous. I'm bleeding everywhere. Uh, she, she, she traveled for work. And so she was four hours away from me at this time. The doctor sounded scared and she told me to get to the nearest emergency room. Because uh, she was pregnant at this time. When she told me this, in my head, in my mind, I was like, oh, we'll be fine. And truth be told, I'm not saying I recommend this. I am just saying the place that I guess God had me in with faith. I said, oh, I can finish my show. We're going to be fine. I don't, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even exactly sure where this faith came from. But something in me said I knew that we were going to be fine. Now, let me, let me preface this. So my wife to this point, this is my wife to this point, we was not able to get pregnant for about six years. Okay. And so we have been walking with God a few months before my wife got pregnant. She came to me and she said, Jacob, you told me about the vision of having children. You told me about how important it was to you. And it was a difficult time for her because she was struggling about what was going on in her own body and struggling with that, with her relationship with Christ as well. And she said, baby, are you still okay with me? Will you still take me? And I said, honey, listen, I accept you for who you are and how you are. I said, God never showed me how I would have a child. I just had visions of having them. And I said, whatever's going on with you, I love all of you and all that comes with you. So I saw my wife be down about this moment. And for six years, she wasn't able to get pregnant. Listen, John P. Key comes to my church, does a concert. My mother, my wife invites her mother to come down to view the concert because she knew that John P. Key was her favorite artist. My mother-in-law, who I've never seen shed tears like this, went up to him bawling and saying, hey, I'm thinking, hey, something's going on with her. She said, will you pray for my daughter? My daughter is trying to get pregnant. John P. Key said he was so touched, took out his cell phone number, gave it to my mom, said, I never do this. Text me when you get home to pray for her. So my wife John P. Key prays for us that night. My wife goes home, takes a pregnancy test. She takes the first one says positive. She takes another one. She takes another one. She takes five tests because it takes her that much to believe what has happened. That same night, it was revealed to her that she was pregnant. When we go to the doctor, the doctor said the stars just aligned. I'm sitting there as a believer and saying, hey, you can't say this, but I know myself that that means a miracle has happened. And so God, we're walking on this six year journey. We're walking on this faith journey. And so God has shown me the way that we got to where we were was, was because of him. The reason that she was pregnant at the time was because of him. So when this hiccup came, 
God was already walking with me. God had already prepared me to have the same level of faith. And so when, the, when it came that, hey, your son is on the verge of losing him. The first thought that the first thing that arrested with my mind was the fact that we only had him because God enabled us. We mm-hmm. weren't able to get pregnant for six years. Doctors had used the term miracle. And so what I'm telling you is, is God had walked with me mm-hmm. and developed me to that moment. Yes. So when it showed up on my doorstep, the power woo, yes, sir. Yes, sir. was already there. That's right. Mm. Man, that, listen, listen, we, 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 we talk about, and, 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 and the, this podcast, the whole point is the practicality of how we walk with God. That was so, that was so powerful because what, what is demonstrated in that, and, and you said it, you said it, and I got to swing back to it. It's Paul saying, I have learned. It's I've been in the situation. I've been developed. Yes, I've sir. seen him show up. Yes, I've sir. heard him speak. I've watched him maneuver in my life. So now that I'm in this difficult situation, oh no, it don't make me no never mind because I know now that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when you talk about the the news that came, it, it was yeah, it was faith that that welled up inside of you. It was if we can go back to the acts, it was. The, the, the spirit of the Lord coming in like a mighty rushing wind, but instead of tongues of fire, it was tongues. It was a, whatever faith looks like sitting on you because in that moment, it was Absolutely. a reminder Absolutely. that hold on for a second, but b- before your emotions get out of whack, before your heart starts to pump too, too fast, before you step out of what I've placed you in, remember what I said and remember what I've done. We've been preparing for this moment the whole time. We've been walking this journey the whole time. So I'm not going to watch this now. I'm not going to now see a mountain and change my mind about all that God has already said. I'm not going to see Goliath and change my mind about what God has already said. I'm not going to change. No, God, if God brought us through all of that same God. Amen. I don't don't believe he's brought us this far. Yes, sir. To leave us now. And and I think you you're so right on, man. That's such a a potent and powerful illustration of faith. Because again, I think way too often we think faith is this thing that we're just always maneuvering and walking, and I can do it. No, man. Listen, it shows up because you've been developed in it. it it's no different than yes, than the pitcher who needs to throw a hundred mile an hour strike. He he's been throwing he's thrown that ball Ooh. over and over and over and over again and when he's just walking around normal yes, he got a regular polo on like me and you you don't know yes, the sir. power that's in his arm he ain't walking around flexing yes sir. but but when the catcher throw that ball and it's it's three ball it's, it's three balls and two strikes it's the bottom of the night you got to strike him out because he's been through that so many times yes sir now faith wells up and he knows yes, he can sir. make that pitch so I think what you're describing is right in target, right on online with how we as Christians have to walk in that faith. I, I'm going to say this, and, and I hope it don't hurt nobody's feeling. But if you come out of the stands and you hadn't been throwing pitches and you think you're going to throw a hundred mile an hour fastball behind uh, and get it past one of these these high power sluggers, uh, you finna lose that game. <laughs> You finna lose bad. They, they finna take you. That, that ball is going out of the park. You losing that game. And, and what I'm saying is, and, and I don't want to be mean, but what I'm saying is, and I think what, what uh, Jacob is really talking through is, allow God to develop you. Yes. 
Allow him to develop you so when you see the giant, when you see the mountain, when you see those things, you don't change your mind yes. about what he said because of what you now see. Jacob was so engulfed, entrenched, saturated in the word of the Lord from the vision of having children, in the word of the Lord from the prayers, in the word of the Lord from how everything lined up. And then his wife is praying. He was so saturated in that, that when the news came that way, you could lose it all. He was like, no, 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 no. That, that's not what God said. That's not what God been doing. And that's where we have to get. It's not something you walk each and every day on some cloud. It's the thing that you've been so developed in. Yes. That when the thing shows up that you weren't preparing for, that you weren't, look, watch this. When the thing shows up that you weren't prepared for, you prepared for because you've been developed all the time. Amen. God's been working on it all yes. the time. Oh, man. Absolutely. Look, that's so good. Go, go, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Man, my brother's talking and. He was sitting there saying, and I was just thinking you've been prepared for it the whole time. The scripture that came to mind is he knows the road that I take. Yes, sir. Please understand that God loves you. He knows the plans that he has for you. And if he is Lord of your life, then God is actually directing your life. The things that come along your path are not a surprise to him. Right. And right. they're not beyond what he's capable to deal with. The other thing that is really coming to mind while my, while my brother was talking is, is these great cloud of witnesses. He was talking and he was talking about developing faith. And something that stood out to me is the Bible says that Enoch walked with God and he left a testimony that he pleased God. And I just want to say, think about this, walk, this, this term walking. It, it just seems to communicate things that we do on a daily basis, on a consistent basis. We get this picture that this person is walking with God, that he is living with God, that he is having relationship with God. And the Bible says he left a testimony. Uh, he left an example that his ways pleased God. And so what am I saying to you? I am saying you want to walk with God. You want to live with him on a daily basis. As the preachers often say, you want to talk with him in the morning. You want to take to him your issues and your concerns. And you want to live with him in such a way that you begin to develop in your faith with him. What if we really believed him? What if we really rested in him? Could you imagine how much anxiety would go down? Could you imagine mm. how much uh, stress we wouldn't have to deal with? Could you imagine how much uh, our heart health, health would improve if we really believed that he had our best interest in heart? If we really were walking with him to his faith, as Jesus told the disciples to embody in him, so your joy would overflow, that it would be overflowing, that it would overwhelm the other things that are going on in your life. If we walked with him to this point to where certain things just aren't getting to me anymore. And listen to me. These were serious. They, they were saying, hey, my son's life was on the line. I am not saying this to brag. I'm saying this to be honest. When they told me that, I sat there and thought to myself, hey, we wouldn't have gotten pregnant if it had not been for God. And, and while and the enemy was threatening things, I was like, the only reason that we got 21 weeks was for the goodness of God. And so God helped me and maintained me in that moment. And hear me, you learn about his power. Yes, sir. When you're sitting and when you're sitting there, hear me. I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. But when you're watching monitors and they beep and they go down and crash teams run in your room, hear me when I tell you. You learn about the power of God. Come on now. You learn about it beyond what they've talked to you in the pulpits. I still remember when my wife called me 
and I had one of those faulty chargers. So my phone wouldn't charge well. And I picked up my phone saying I have to call someone. This is this it's gotten too much for me now. And I remember saying when the phone when the, my phone died, I remember saying they told me all the time the line is never busy. Mm-hmm. God comes real to you in a way that will empower you to live a unique life, as Come a matter on. of fact. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Man, listen. That that's so good. I, I man, boy, we can go all day. Listen, listen. So, so then, if if I can say what what I believe you're you're saying here is that there is a there is a unique relationship building situation that takes place when it's not you reading about it, but it's you living through it. Absolutely, and and God will strategically place or allow situations so that you then get to see that this is not just something he's saying. This is not just something for play. This is, listen, I, it is. And this is how I like to, this is how I like to qualify. It is your own personal bush, uh, burning bush experience. There's no question. It, it is your own personal uh, fleece experience with Gideon it is, is dry on one day and wet on the other and everything else around it the opposite it, it is your own personal encounter with God to where you get to see for yourself um we say this all the time with, with with our kids and things like that at some point it's got to stop being mama God and daddy God and grandmama's God at some point it's got to stop being the, the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and at some point it's got to be yours at some point, you got to have that on your, your own experience. And, and I think what's so powerful is we all get that. Like in, in some form, in some way, we're all going to have that. OK, this is what I'm believing for. This is what God said. But I see something different. And you got to hold on to what he said. Amen. You can't know him to be the God that that you're expecting him to be. If you don't, I, I'll, I'll say it. I, I'll go ahead and say it. We, we talk about mountain moving faith. Well, that's not possible in the absence of a mountain. You, <laughs> Go ahead, you, Reverend. You, you, you can't have mountain moving faith if there's not a mountain to move out of the way. Go ahead, brother. That's good. So so then, and when we talk, and I say this all the time, we always talk about he'll make a way out of no way. How you know unless you're trapped? <laughs> you, you, you gotta be, you can't know him as a way making God that'll make a way out of no way unless you in a situation where there is no way out. Absolutely. You can't, you can't have mountain moving faith unless you're standing before a mountain and you're and it's only your faith. That's going to get you over it, through it, get it out of your way. So those become those pivotal moments where you get to know who God is for real. Yes. And how much you really trust and believe in it. Amen. Absolutely. Look, Pastor Branson, if I could jump in, I, Go I ahead. think man, I think he is he's hitting at something powerful here. And I want to say this to all of the listeners. Hear me. Um, I think this is really something that God wants for every listener. And I'm just going to be honest as well. Hearing the hearing the word that comes from this man of God, I want to encourage the listeners and his members step out on faith, man. Take heed of the word that is coming from this man of God's mouth, God is speaking through him. So to my point, listen, God wants to be intimate with you. Yes. Listen, 
the Bible tells us, man, that Jesus came down through generations, that God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Think about that. God put infinite infinity into something finite. Why? God became human to relate to us. That's right. To, to take on our sorrows. Hear me. To suffer for us, to bleed for us, to die for us, to be able to sympathize with us. And I'm telling you something. God wants to be intimate with you. And as my brother is talking, when you take his word, when you live out his word, listen, when you step out on his word and you have some caution or you have that feeling and saying, man, I'm really out here now, but I'm going to step out on my faith. My pastor been pushing me. Let me stop relying on the things that I that I've kept relying on. And you begin to step out on his word. His word becomes real to you in a way that, hey, we can't talk about it. We can't explain it. It can't just be preached to you. But when you go out there and you hear a word from God, you, whether you have the scripture, you hear a rhema word in church and you live out that word. They had told me the line was never busy. They told me that there was nothing too great for him. I remember the doctor coming in and telling us, hey, you're going to lose him in 24 hours. I remember them saying words like zero percent. But when you sit in that moment and, and that weight is up on you. And you're saying, God, all I ever had has come from you. And you see his word work in a situation. It will change you. That's right. That's right. God will have a relationship. I mean, God, I'm not talking about the stuff that you read in the Bible or the practices that we go through. I mean, God himself will come alive in your life. Yes, sir. And that's what he wants. Hear me. Through his word, who is Jesus, who is the word that we, we read and receive as well. God wants a relationship with every person listening mm. and he wants to grow in your life. Yes, that's good. That's good. I, I, I'm going to say this and, and then we're going <laughs> to we, we, we're going we're gonna to have to do some more podcasts, man. We're going to have to. But I'm going to say this because of what you just said. If I could summarize it this way, um, your relationship. The depth of your relationship with Christ. The intimacy of your relationship with Christ has everything to do with the depth of your faith and what he's called you to. It has everything to do with the depth of your faith. You're going to have to trust and believe that he is. And the more you trust and believe that he is, the more you'll lean and depend on him. The more you will rush yes. to him, the more you will rest in him, the deeper and more intimate that relationship becomes. And you get to know that he wants that with you. He loves you, man. That's, oh man. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I know we, we preachers and everything brother, but I, I don't know. It seemed like we, we, the preachers and in the pews at the same time, man, I'm getting all kind of, I didn't, <laughs> well, man, I didn't got all kind of excited. The spirit of the Lord is all up in here, man. And I thank God. And I pray that as you guys are listening, um, that God is really dealing with your heart and, and more than anything, that you understand and recognize that really what he's after is you. He wants yes. you. He wants a deep, yes. intimate relationship with you on a bridge. He doesn't want anything hindering. So as much as you work for whatever you're working for, work harder for your relationship with Christ. As much as you are pushing for whatever you are pushing for, push harder for a depth and intimacy with Christ. Whatever you are striving after, strive more for the depth of faith that brings you into the type of relationship with Christ 
that no matter the mountain, no matter the obstacle, no matter the giant, you make up in your mind that because Christ is yours and because you are his, because you are with him, that which he said will be and is because he said it and you trust it and you don't move off the spot. Listen, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to end it there, man. And, uh, and we'll come back, man. Listen, as always, I, I, I so uh, appreciate and enjoy having you with us on the podcast and, uh, and, and as the situation has it, I believe we'll be able to do this more and more. So I'm looking forward to bringing it to the people because I believe it'll be a blessing. So uh, until the next time, I want to thank you, brother, for being on here with us. Uh, I want to thank you, uh, you guys, for for listening in to another episode of On Your Mark. And I can't wait uh, to continue to get on our marks together as we march in this faith journey with Christ and allow him to do awesome and all uh, great and awesome things in our life. Until next time, know that I'm thinking about you. Know that I'm praying for you. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.